Kane's Fishing and Hunting Show on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Good morning and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, for our weekly fishing and hunting show, welcome to Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. As always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners <coughs> updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And you know, Rick, each Friday, these are the people responsible for us being here. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasonings and foods and if you'd like to give us a call of course the uh, area code 337 the number is 367-1240 you can also listen to us online at www.kane1240.com anywhere in the world if you have an alexa just say 1240 you can pick up uh, the show on any accessible internet device we're here at the studios of uh, Kane radio at 107 west main street here in uh, downtown new iberia right next to victor's cafeteria which is we're shaking my man we're talking too much about the lake uh we got some big tournaments coming up which we'll probably talk about that later they're still catching a lot of uh, Sakale specs, white crappie, whatever you want to call them, Toledo Ben, Sam Rayburn. Uh, one of my buddies has sent me a – everybody's using that new sonar out now. You know, you can see the jig or the shiner go down and and the fish hit it. I mean, it's pretty awesome. But around here, you know, like I said, fishing's fixing to get back in the full swing. And uh, the, the weather, again, this weekend is going to play a big role also. Uh, you know, we're supposed to get a little bit of rain, but then it's going to turn cold again, so – well, people, I guess, tr- the truly uh, hunting fishermen uh, are going to be uh, maybe watching the game. <laughs> well, that, yeah, Sunday, too. You know, or yeah. Sunday evening, that game. Of yeah. course, they got all that. Uh, yeah. Truck, as my mother used to say, uh, yeah. from noon probably to uh, 5 o'clock, yeah. and uh, everybody's uh, plundered is going to think of right. what's going on and what's going to happen. And then with Mardi Gras, too, this weekend. That's so, right. Yeah. Uh, so boy, New Orleans, a, yeah. Big weekend. And, uh, you know, I think uh, the Super Bowl, and I could stand corrected on this, I think was scheduled to be this year a few years ago, but because of Mardi Gras, they moved it. Yeah. And, uh and now it's uh, uh, going to be in New Orleans next year. Next so, year, uh, yeah. Anyway, with uh, Mardi Gras. Anyway, in the meantime, Rick, uh, uh, what's uh, what's shaking and fishing right now? Well, uh, the last, you know, like I said, it, the fish are starting to move up, uh, coming up to get ready to spawn. Now, here you go again. We're going to have some 40-degree weather, from what I understand, Monday and Tuesday. So that's going to knock them back a little bit. So right now it's just kind of in the low, Tony, when the weather's, you know, a couple of tournaments in Toledo Bend, they did very well. Caught some big fish, some eight, nine. I, I think they had 11 caught. And um, so, you know, I guess better days are coming. But with that cold weather, it's going gonna, it's gonna to knock them back a little bit. Yeah, with that also, you saw where the uh, water, uh, uh, basically it's standing out there in the uh, river stage of Butler Rose is right around a little over 13 feet. But yeah. it's expected to come down starting uh, sometime next week, uh, next Friday, really starting to move on down to uh, the end of the month where it's going to be around 10 foot. So that's a drop of uh, almost uh, three feet. Right. And uh, it's going to be interesting, too, to see how that comes into play because how long did it stay at the two, three-foot level? Oh, uh, it hey. was a good good many uh, oh, months. Oh, yeah, a few months. You're right, about three months at least, yeah. Yeah, so with that. so yeah, it, was, uh, it was low. In the meantime, of course, uh, with uh, February, it's generally our coldest month down here. But yeah. uh, uh, anyway, we'll see how the weather's going to come through uh, with people fishing. Of course, we've got some tournaments uh, coming around. Uh, of course, the uh, Redfish Tournament is getting ready to crank up again, too. I got a, uh, an email the other day. Uh, 
uh, spread. They're talking about spreading the word. Let's make it a great turnout and hope to see everyone March 16th to start the year off with a bang. So uh, with that, this year, there are only going to be four tournaments, including the Classic. So, and that's for the SFA uh, tournament info. So uh, with that, if you'd uh, like to hook it up with uh, Brooks Amy, uh, of course, he's got the same area code, 337. His uh, cell, I do believe, is uh, 316 8175 so they're trying to get the word out and uh there's been a lot of changes and all if you contact him hopefully uh he can send you uh the list uh of the rules in the for the tournament and all and it's it's a big time for them too that's a big tournament big redfish course we discussed last week uh in the prior weeks uh, about you know they're going to put some sanctions on the redfish too it looks like it's coming just like the speckle trial hopefully it won't take four years for them to make up their mind like it was with uh the specs uh with that as they call them the sea trout uh I don't know why here. I've never heard anybody call them sea trout. No, sea trout. Yeah. You know, speckled trout. Anyway, uh, uh, with that, also the red snapper landies. We mentioned this a few weeks ago, but uh, uh, I think this is the last of it. They're looking over everything. The private uh, recreational red snapper landings, uh, at Louisiana fell uh, short of taking 934,000 pounds uh, uh, of the annual allotment. So uh, the Creole Survey System Count Recreational for, uh, Fishermen took in uh, 31,000 pounds in the final days of December. And, uh, of course, it ended December 31st. Uh, with that, season doesn't start again until May 26th. Uh, we'll see uh, with um, past years. Any pounds under the allotment would be lumped with the unders from other four Gulf states and then added to next year's allotment. But uh, that will not happen uh, for the 2024 season unless the commission chooses otherwise. This year's private recreational red snapper season is scheduled, as I mentioned, for May 24th in the detail week by week. So uh, hopefully uh, we'll see maybe a little move up. Uh, we'll see some more fish. Of course, last year, remember, in July they upped it from three to four yeah. uh, red snapper. Then you could catch them uh, to the end of the year, which uh, – came through on that too so uh interesting uh, to see how that's going to be with uh the new uh management uh hollering out uh what's going to be uh with the take with the redfish uh red snapper excuse me this year anyway the commission postpones a decision on the main hayden you know we call them pogies uh they are for hundreds of thousand coastal anglers awaiting the decision on that proposed one mile buffer remember it was a quarter of a mile yeah. and then with all the uh waste you saw with the pogies uh the hundreds of thousands of uh, pounds of them uh so uh and it's a hotly debated subject right now rick you know as well as i do uh the uh, uh recreational fishermen would like to see those guys a little further out of course they're hollering and screaming they need to make money it costs more fuel time everything yep. else but uh, the commission shifted the decision back to the user groups to come up with a workable solution that means the, the recreational fishing groups, the CCA of Louisiana and the Louisiana Charter Boat Association, along with uh, some other conservation groups uh, uh, with that. Uh, two foreign-owned Manhattan fishing companies will meet the seller of the dispute about the one-mile barrier. So uh, personally, I'd like to see the one-mile barrier, yeah. to be honest with you, Rick, yeah. as a sport fisherman here right. in the state of Louisiana. So uh, with that, so yep, no uh, doubt. Uh, we'll see how that all come about. Also, want to remind the folks too about the uh, uh, the big show up in uh, Baton Rouge at the Sportsman's Louisiana Sportsman Show for March uh, up in Baton Rouge at the Raising Canes Visitor Center. You pull that up online and get information on that. And you and I both know it's it's a great time to go up there and see some. Uh, 
see things and uh, new gear and everything else uh, without uh, with the fishing. And uh, and if you have children, it's good to bring them along. I think kids under six get in free. So uh, kind of amaze them with uh, this. It's pretty popular too, Rick. Oh, yeah. You know, with that. So uh, anyway, elsewhere. Uh, they got some proposed uh, West Zone uh, duck season hunting dates that have come out for 2024 and 2025. And uh, with the duck season, uh, y'all need to pull that up online. I don't want to give out some of that and misinterpret some of these uh, rules that are coming up this year with regards to uh, the proposed West Zone duck season. As we figured out, too, uh, if you're talking to friends, the West Zone was so much more plentiful, it seemed, uh, than the East Zone, right? Yep. I know you talking to friends like I before the show we were talking. You mentioned a buddy of ours that uh, hunting over in the uh, west zone, started in the east but moved to the west uh, yep. just for uh, more. Yeah, made a big difference. Yeah, and from what I understand too, uh, the January pool uh, with uh, with ducks was a lot better than December. Of course, the cool weather uh, pushing them down from up north. So uh, with that, uh, anyway, we'll see uh, with that and. Uh, with the news, new, new dates uh, being proposed and all changes will necessitate changes to uh, different rules and all. Uh, with that, uh, we'll see uh, with that. But the Wildlife Fisheries Commission changed the West Zone uh, uh, duck hunting date. So they have a nice article about that with the flyways. So uh, they had about a couple hundred people put in comments uh, with those proposed changes. So uh, Anyway, uh, one of the heads, Tommy Tuma, the uh, biologist for the State Wildlife Division, said he had uh, close to 250, 300 comments on the uh, January 26th close and asked for January 31st for 2025, So, uh, which is a Wednesday. All three West Zone splits coming on Saturdays after one of the splits in the latest season open on a Monday. He said 19 supported the proposed uh, West Zone dates in the 60-day uh, duck season. So, uh uh, some changes those guys that do a lot of duck hunting which uh uh i haven't been involved in for probably over 40 years yeah. uh, with duck hunting my brother still and his son still do a little bit uh don't know if he went this year though uh with that they go out uh out in the basin somewhere uh he's got a friend that has a lease out there and they go hunt on that uh, particular property anyway Here's an interesting article, too, here, Rick. Uh, wildlife property owners can shoot Louisiana year-round. And uh, the state uh, is plenty of wildlife in Louisiana, and some can be a nuisance for property owners, knowing that the state of Louisiana only allows property hunters, uh, uh, those who may be leasing property, to protect their property from some form of wildlife. And you and I both know, I think, uh, with regards to hogs, I think it's 24-7, 365, too. Yeah. Uh, you can shoot on your property, especially what animals or wildlife can uh uh, shoot you around when it comes to protecting their property and there's several animals that property owners can take down during the normal hunting hours in louisiana but catch uh the catch is that animals uh, uh must be take out uh taken out during the normal shooting hours anyway to to look at that explore some of that uh here uh year-round hunting by louisiana owners uh, for starters such wildlife as feral hogs coyotes armadillos are considered outlaw wildlife and you and i both know uh, what hogs can do to an acre or to a property uh, in a night yep. and coyotes you know harming uh your own animals uh, whether it be chickens or farm animals or what the coyotes uh and then armadillos the burring they do uh and if they cause damage to your property things uh 
uh, attached to your property. They may be shot and killed during the fine normal hunting hours. Uh, other animals that the state labels as nuisance species may also be hunted or killed year-round if they, too, are causing damage to your property. And those animals considered to be a nuisance are skunks, nutria, beavers, and possums. Of course, I don't see too many uh, beavers around here. Yeah, they Most got a few. Of, not, yeah, not they do. Yeah. Up there in the basin, they, they have a, 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 I know they've done some damming up in the Patterson area. I remember one year. On I-10, they had a dead beaver on the side of the road. I'll never forget that. Uh, pretty big animal, too, uh, oh, yeah. uh, back then. Also, as you're aware, there actually there's actual bounty on Nutria. I think they're paying anywhere 5 to $7 a tail. Uh, and over in the Terrebonne, LaForciary, it's really pretty bad uh, with that, with the levees. So, uh, and there are many regulations. So uh, if you wish to trap animals and all, I'd suggest you go and look up the site and see what's going on in uh, that area. So, yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, interesting, and also uh, a couple other articles, too, about uh, uh, that uh, with regards to uh, hunting and uh, uh, fishing of uh, animals and all. But uh, any, anyway, also want to remind hunters, too, Rick, about the CWD yeah. up in northeast Louisiana, even though hunting season has come to a close in many of those areas right now, it's always wise to... Um, you know, they're giving free uh, tests on those uh, deer you take down. And uh, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd recommend uh, looking up one of the like, 10 or 12, 13, 14 sites up there in northeast Louisiana. You can look into and all. And uh, But anyway, uh, the next uh, thing on my agenda before we take our first break in a few minutes is if you plan on squirrel hunting in Louisiana, they've got some rules that are going to be set forth for the f- spring and the fall seasons. And hunters in Louisiana are hoping to catch the tail end of the squirrel season, which they have until the end of February to get their fix. Uh, the full squirrel season in the state will end on February 29th, leap year day, uh, whatever. The short spring uh, won't open into uh, May 4th to the 26th. And during the fall season, hunters are allowed a daily bag limit of 8 and a possession limit of 24. And what to know before you go, before you go out searching for squirrels, uh, you, you need to get a, a hunting permit. And all hunters over the age of 18, both Louisiana residents and non-residents, must have a basic hunting uh, license to hunt, uh, take or possession any wild birds or animals, according to the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. And uh, a basic hunting license costs $20 for residents. Mm -hmm. And those under 18 are still required to get a youth hunting license, which costs $5. And hunting squirrels doesn't uh, require any extra licenses like deer or waterfowl. But every year, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries offers a free introductory squirrel hunting course called Squirrel Hunting 101, which covers the basics of squirrel hunting from uh, scouting to skinning. And, uh, it, you know, those type yeah. courses are, are good to get in, but, you know, you got to get in quick because usually they shut those classes off, too. Oh, yeah. We've seen that for many years, whether it be 10 or 20 or whatever the case may be, and they might have one or two uh, type of uh, uh, lessons and all. Uh, but pretty interesting uh, in that regard uh, to see how uh, squirrel hunting is. And it's been years since I've done that. But uh, yeah. uh, like we've always talked on this show, you go up to the Ville Platte area, up in that area, they shut everything it's, down like the Sugar yeah. Festival. Down Big time. Yeah. <laughs> Schools and everything. Cause even the teachers try to sneak away to go hunting, you know, uh, squirrels. So that's, that's a big opportunity up there. Yes, sir. Anyway. 
I guess one more little uh, show here, uh, Rick. Uh, you know, I, I saw this, and I think you did too, yep. with uh, regards to uh, 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 people uh, uh, hunting and uh, but if uh, driving, how many times up in the up in the uh, Midwest you see de- people hitting deers and uh, on the highway, the deers run across the highway, and for whatever reason, y- your car is damaged and. To let you insurers know, if you hit an animal and it creates damage to you, your car, truck, whatever, that's a comp claim. That's not a collision claim. Yeah. If you hit an animal, whether it be a deer, a bear, a, an alligator crossing the road, tears up your bottom end of your truck or car, but that's a comp claim. And what to know if you get into an accident uh, uh, with an animal? And uh, can you take a deer home if you hit it while driving? And here's what Louisiana's law states and says. If you think you've seen more deer on the side of the interstate lately in southeast Louisiana, your mind isn't playing you tricks. As the early months of the year peak, the mating season for deer in the southeast Louisiana and many residents are spotting a surplus of the animals grazing on the side of the road. And I've seen that at night, too. Oh, yeah. uh, you see those deer grazing on the side of the road. And uh, with that, the increased sightings uh, should slow down as we uh, reach spring, according to uh, one of the uh, writers. Uh, he's a, the public information officer and uh, with State Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. But until then, drivers should be extra cautious. And if you happen to hit and kill a deer on the roadway in Louisiana, here's what you should know. No, you can't keep it. In Louisiana, it's illegal for anyone to pick up a roadkill on the side of the road. And that's according to Adam uh, Enick, uh, a public uh, information officer with the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Do uh, Drivers do pick up dead animals on the side of the road could get ticketed for illegal possession of a species they picked up, it was reported. And possession of a legally taken deer carries a 400 to a $950 fine and up to 120 uh, days in jail. And if you do hit an animal, of course, we all have cell phones in our cars today. And if you hit a deer on the side of the road, pull over and either call either the local police or the sheriff's office of the parish you're in and report the accident. And if you were injured in the collision, you should call, of course, 911. Insurance tips, of course, if you've gotten uh, collision coverage with your insurance provider, you're able to get the damages to your vehicle, and that is incorrect. Yeah. It's a comp claim. It's not a collision claim when you hit an animal in the road, uh, and that's uh, one of these uh, riders involved in this uh, is incorrect. It's a comp claim, not a collision claim on your car uh, with that. So, And once you're pulled over in a safe uh, spot for your accident, uh, take photos of any damages to your car or the road to submit an insurance claim. And unfortunately, most insurance won't cover medical expenses. And I'm not so sure yeah, about that. I, yeah. uh, I think uh, they will if you've got a $1,000, $5,000 worth of medical on that related to the accident involving the animal. They should pick that up, too, with regards to the seriousness yep. of your uh, accident. But uh, that's one thing I, I didn't realize. You can't pick up roadkill. No, I didn't need it, Tony. Yeah, and uh, I'm kind of surprised at that. Of course, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Rick, since Katrina, uh, back in 05, August of 05, September, um, I, when I drive into uh, out of 
New Orleans going towards Slidell, you used to see all kind of roadkill on yeah. the side of the road during the, on I-10, but you don't see that anymore. Yeah. And I guess with the water surge and all, a lot of those animals fleet or were drowned or whatever. Yeah. You just don't see the roadkill out there uh, like you used to years ago. And I'm talking about possums and mm-hmm. skunks and dogs. And uh, you just you just don't see that anymore with regards to roadkill out there in that part of the state. So uh, interesting, though, in the meantime. Anyway, time to take a break here on uh, uh, here on Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. We'll be back with more right after this. Discover Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning and Ragin' Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, creole sauce, seasoning, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Ragin' Cajun original recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana over the last 38 years. Ask for Ragin' Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today. Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask them for that rage and cajun say ball a new carrier heating and air conditioning system from dolls heating and cooling can save you money every month thanks to the newest line of carrier energy efficient technology products you can lower your utility bill don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer turn to the carrier experts at dolls heating and cooling call dan you're my ac man today at 337-367-2511 that's 337-367-2511 license number 6286 Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. Hi, this is Boxcar Bagelow, inviting you to join me and PGA Golf professional Teddy Slyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m., we'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes. And we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by GolfBalls.com and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Kane Road, and Sugar Oak. So let's make it tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Dream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Uh, with this on a big Friday, uh, February the 9th. Of course, a big game this weekend. Everybody been sitting back. Don't think they'll have many fishermen out there, Rick, yeah. <laughs> with regards well, to... Uh, they may go... Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we kind of went over, uh, jumped past some of the fishing, and uh, we Rick, you got a few tournaments coming up uh, this particular uh, month. And, uh, of course, I think the first one's uh, February 18th. I'm not sure if that's a Legends tournament or I know the Big Bass uh, is going to be uh, April the 27th. Right. Uh, and that's so, uh, and, of course, it's always in honor of uh, T.J. 
she uh survives a, a deceased right. wife and uh that's a great tournament too uh oh yeah kind of went down a little bit with covid but it, hopefully it's going to pick back up and if my memory serves me correctly uh and correct me if not but elvis yamanet started that tournament yeah. way back when uh can't oh, yeah. remember how many years ago it's been a while yeah and uh he's he put that all together and it's right after hurricane andrew tony i'm sorry for yeah, cutting you so off that's in 93 we, uh, we, yeah we uh, fished uh, the the basin. We got a from wildlife and fisheries that way, you know, because the the lake was decimated, and uh, we brought a lot of fish back from the uh, basin over to the lake. And then that year, what we had left over, we uh, bought a bunch of fingerlings, and uh, it took the lake a while to come back. But it, it finally, it finally, you know, after two or three years, it finally started showing back up. And the old uh, axiom is that uh, bass puts on usually about a pound a year. Yeah, is that in that regard? Yeah. Well, your uh, Floridas may go up. They say two pounds, but you know, and some of them do. You know, a lot of it's to do. You know, with the, with the genes also, Tony. But yeah, anywhere between a pound and two pounds. Well, and uh, with that course with uh, Hurricane uh, uh, Andrew, I remember Rick the dead fish. Yeah. The reports of the dead oh, fish. Oh, decimated the, oxygen the lake, Tony. Yeah. Just sucked out of the water. Yeah. Uh, and it was I mean, bad, bro. thousands yeah. upon thousands of oh, fish. Yeah. Yeah. Out throughout this area with uh, yeah. with that with Andrew, uh, of course, we felt some effects of Katrina, but not like a Rita. Rita pushed the water up here, right? Uh, out there in the, uh, I want to say in the uh, port and all up in that area where the water was pretty high because yeah. of the uh, the north wind being driven up. Uh, anything uh, of uh, that's going to be. Then they were saying it's the angle Andrew came in, Tony. That's yeah, it was it devastated. You yeah, know, and Andrew and it was strong too. Yeah, after it decimated. Uh, down there in the Miami area. Florida. Uh, yeah. uh, that's right. And uh, came this way and built up a little more steam. I don't think we had quite the winds that uh, yeah. they did in the Miami area. But uh, we had our share of winds, oh, uh, it especially. Was, uh, it was stopped. Oh, that's right. So uh, with the water being uh, pushed up. Yeah, because uh, it came in across Morgan City and hit us at an angle. You know, Generette. You know, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, with that, the counterclockwise. Of course, storms uh, west of us are going to give us a lot more. Uh, we'll get the strong side of the storm. So uh, with that, but in the meantime, uh, uh, fishing tournaments uh, beginning. Of course, we got the the Wednesday hog fights. I think uh, Mike told us that it was going to start. Uh, I think the date was March. Oh, well, I want to say March twentieth, maybe. Monday but after time date. changes, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So uh, and that's going to happen the first week, I think, in March. Uh, when the time changed, mm-hmm. so we'll have a little more uh, daylight in the evening uh, in that. So, anyway, a lot of big tournaments out there for us, and uh, with that, of course, that big bass tournament uh, for Jackie, uh, going to be April 27th, the hog fights, uh, Wednesdays nights, I think, uh, Mike told us, the uh, championship uh, is going to be something like in the end of August, and mm-hmm. of course, Usually, you have to participate in so many. Uh, I think it's eight, Tony. Yeah, mm-hmm. of the ten or twelve t- the tournaments they have every Wednesday, every other Wednesday night, I should say. And yeah. Then they decide uh, at the end of uh, each uh, night, uh, Wednesday night, whether the the boat is there, going to decide where they go yeah. next. Uh, and I think that's a good deal. Uh, in oh yeah. That. And uh, I remember they go, went to uh, Lake Martin uh, one uh, one time last year, and also a few times out. Uh, in the uh, Sherrington area, and then again at uh, Lake Force Point or, or Lake Dotrieve and uh, uh, Bayou Benoit. And they moved around a little bit right. uh, last year. And, yeah. uh, Usually, as long as the basin stays high, Tony, they fish a lot a lot in the lake. So 
you know, fishing time's coming. Yeah, and you mentioned to me you haven't hit the the two lakes uh, lately. Uh, no, not yet. That. Yeah, uh, hopefully uh, the fish will be uh, waiting for you. Oh yeah, in, in that time. But you always had pretty much success out there too yeah. when you'd go. Oh yeah. In the meantime, uh, a little report here. I saw this man. I just couldn't believe this uh, up in. Uh, I want to say up in the southwest Pennsylvania, uh, three people are facing fines and other penalties for their roles in disturbing a string of wildlife crimes committed. Uh, Meanwhile, charges for a 21-year-old, a 19-year-old female, and a 20-year-old male uh, were announced uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, end of January, after a tip led to a lengthy investigation of their activities. In total, the three individuals, they killed illegally 26 deer in October and November in uh, the year, and the poachers did most of their damage at night, uh, shot most of the deer with a 22 uh, caliber bullets, typically used for small game. We all know that. And at the time, uh, uh, they started getting a couple phone calls from uh, the public about shots being fired at night. Uh, one of the wardens up there in the Pennsylvania Game Commission after that, uh, his team was able to search warrants for the cell phone records of the suspects, which provided crucial information with the investigation. They also confiscated uh, a twenty two uh, caliber uh, rimfire rifle. Uh, the perpetrators were primarily shooting antlerless deer from the road and leaving them to rot. They were just making uh, circles there in the given area and shooting anything they saw. The game warden said uh, one received a six months of probation and a $1,600 fine. Should have been a lot more than that. And a 25-year hunting ban for admitting to killing five deer. Another received the same punishment and a 10-year hunting ban for admitting to killing two deer. And the third who owned the firearm and cured killed 15 deer himself received the most serious punishments he was sentenced to uh, one to two years in a state prison and a 75-year hunting ban prior to this case and he was already prohibited from owning a firearm due to past felonies and offensive and the agent said this is the largest poaching case they've ever worked on he encourages folks uh, to report game violations to the pennsylvania game commission which runs confidential poaching hotline like uh, we do here in the state of louisiana and you when you see that rick it's just pitiful to see uh people taking deer down like that i don't care where you are and no, uh, yeah. just uh, it's pitiful. Yeah, I mean, uh, and folks here in the state of Louisiana, if you see people hunting at night yeah. from a truck, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's a waste, Tony. You know, those deer are so beautiful, wine, and then oh, shooting yeah. them at night. You oh know? yeah, like that, I told you before we came on air, my cousin feeds about thirty deer in his backyard. And I mean, he sends me videos. I mean, it's just it's awesome, you know. Yeah, that's and those right. deer are not bother nobody, you know. No. So why why shoot them at night? Not only that, they they wasting them, you know. Yeah, you're right about that. And the deer have their own issues too with coyotes yeah. and everything else. And I'm even sure small deer, a hog, will bring down a small deer. Oh, yeah, hungry, no, yeah. hungry enough. Yeah. Anyway. For uh, this weekend, today, Friday, the 9th of February, the sun rose at uh, 6.52. The sunset will be at 5.52. Get a lot more daylight there. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the first high tide was uh, 12.22 a.m. this morning, and the next high tide will be at 5.14. The first low tide will be at 8.58. 
8, uh, about uh, about a little over an hour from now, and the next low tide at 8.40. Tomorrow, Saturday, uh, February the 10th, the sun's going to rise at 6.51, and uh, sunset will be at 5.53. And the high and low tide chart, the first high tide, will be at 1.44 a.m. Saturday morning, next high tide at 5.34 p.m. The first low tide uh, Saturday will be at 9.47 a.m. and the next low tide at 9.36 p.m. On Sunday, the 11th of February, the sunrise is going to be at 6.50. Sunset will be at 5.53. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the first high tide will be at 3.06 a.m. The next high tide will be at 5.52 p.m. The first low tide uh, Sunday will be at 10.35 a.m. and the next low tide at 10.38 p.m. The average water temperature in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay, a crisp 57 degrees, Rick. That's right. And, of course, Rick, each Friday, these are the fine people of the reason we're here. You're right. Tony, got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doyle's Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasonings and Foods. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish, don't steal and deal.